Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to the Hockey Town West podcast. Here to talk all things Griffins, Firebirds, and Walleye are your hosts, Nick Harrington and Brandon Cook. So it's currently Wednesday. We're watching this crazy. What is happening right Wings now? Wings and Penguins game. Why is Malkin on top of Mo? Yeah, what is he doing? Get off our kid! Get off my kid! Don't touch my son! I told Maria when Sprong went in the box. I'm like, you're supposed to yell. That's not. He didn't deserve it. <laughs> he didn't mean it. <laughs> okay, maybe he did. Happy Happy Wednesday, sir. <laughs> happy Wednesday. Holy crap. How you doing? All right. Well, we're settled in. We're ready to go. <laughs> so I said happy Wednesday, but this is Thursday's episode. So happy Thursday to everybody. Happy Thursday. So it's kind of weird because we're pro- do we see this a lot this season where we play the, the game, like a team two home and then two away? No. Or four straight? Well, like, we play the, a lot of the same teams over and over again this season, but we don't but see the, this little mini playoff series we got going on with Colorado here. Yeah, they're typically. So we're up 2 like, nothing on. So. Yeah. Going away. Yeah. We got, got took the two home games, now we got the two away games Friday just, and Saturday. Just got to steal one, and then we're back. We never see them again this season. Yeah. <laughs> we advance. Maybe it's a best of five. Yeah, there we go. That's right. Best of five. We have to skip Saturday if they win. <laughs> the boys need a rest. Oh, yeah. They just had five days. They'll yeah. be fine. Yeah. I saw that they were leaving today. Yeah. It's a long flight. Yeah. Our, our buddy uh, Andrew Rinaldi ended up out there today, too. So Did he go on the plane with him? No, 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 no. Oh, that would have been sick. Did he's, he drive? No, he flew. Oh, he flew. But he's he'll be at both games. Good for him. So then he's, he's, then he's, he's taking some time for the mountains. Yeah, as he should. As he's well-deserved. Yes. I wish but I could do that. Welcome to Hockey Town West Podcast. I'm your host, Brandon. And I'm Nick. So this episode here, so the new format for us as this season goes on is going to be so the Monday episode will be the recap of the games over the weekend. If there was a game Thursday, some maybe Wednesday nights, depending on our recording schedule, uh, but mainly focused on the Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday games that could happen um, and recapping those. That'll be our Mondays. And then Thursday is kind of setting everyone up for the upcoming games, the weekend or whatever game is on the schedule the night we record that. So we're going to tee you guys up for the Griffins uh two games away in Colorado here, and then also some Toledo talk because their season starts this weekend. Yeah. Uh, their home doesn't season start until November. November. <laughs> yeah. It is a super weird schedule, but we'll get into it. Like we said, they obviously have two, Griffins have two upcoming games against Colorado in Colorado, Friday and Saturday night, both late night games, which I'm kind of excited about. How are they looking this year? Colorado, well, they're yeah. 0-2. Oh, rough start. Yeah. Uh, anybody that's important we should watch? <laughs> anybody that beat them, you mean? Yeah. That was us. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> I was there. Well, we were for one of them. We were there for one of them. Yep. And you won't be able to watch one of these games either because you'll be in Chi-Town. So. Yeah. I'll be able to cover Friday. Yeah. I'll be there. I, I got Friday. Don't worry about it. What? I can cover it. 
Oh. Don't worry about it. Oh, okay. You can watch it, obviously. But I'm going to watch it. Yeah, you don't need to do all I, the work on it. I can I got cover you. it. Heather's working Saturday night for me. <laughs> Thank you. You did such a great job. We're just pl- plugging you back in. Yep. Well, there's a reason for that. Oh. So I had in the notes here later a special announcement, but I'll say it now. Oh. Um, so I'll be in Kalamazoo for work on Saturday. Oh, okay. So I'm going to the Kalamazoo K-Wings home opener against the Toledo Walleye. Oh, that's fine. So I'm going to their first game of the season. I was I, like, I saw someone post about it, and I was like... Yeah, they, they sent us... They, yeah. Drew. I Drew, think, yeah. Drew, Drew had asked if either of us were going, and I was like, maybe. And I looked at my work schedule coming back from PTO. I didn't know where I'd be. It was already scheduled that I would be in Kalamazoo all day Saturday. So it makes sense. So I'm like, well, why not take the personal car instead of the work car for the day? Yeah. Throw the walleye jersey in the car and go have some fun in Kalamazoo. So I'll be sitting right behind the walleye bench. So if you're at the game on Saturday and you wanted to say hi, say hi. Um, I'm looking forward to talking to a lot of Toledo fans there. I've never been to a K-Wings game. Um, it's They're rowdy. Yeah. I'm, I'm Get ready rolling, for that culture. I'm rolling solo for the game, so this should be interesting. Take a knife. <laughs> Just kidding. That sounds violent. <laughs> I know it's... Be careful. I mean, Bro, I sat behind the K-Wings bench last year. They, I'm sitting behind the walleye bench this year. Yeah. You'll you'll probably move halfway through. But their probably. arena... Have you been to their barn or no? I've never stepped foot in it once. It's kind of cool. Walk... Like, you'll get there early. I know you, but... Um, uh, if I'm working, probably not. It's going to be cutting it close. Uh, yeah. Um, it's cool. Their announcers were funny. Like, their pregame funny. It was funny. Um... I'm sure they're going to keep the same people, but quick entrance in. Um, but the you'll see it's kind of weird. Like they've got little cutouts and stuff that you walk into. It's it's nicely done for how old it is. Hmm. So, um, but you'll probably get up first period after that first period. You'll probably get up and move to sit with the Toledo guys, unless they're all sitting by the bench. I don't know. There's still a lot of seats open. They were in the corner last year, so they might be back to there, but. Yeah. Are you well, excited for that game? I'm super pumped. This was kind of just a last minute. Like <laughs> yeah. my schedule works out to be perfect. Like with this new, like with my old job, no I'd way. never be able to do something like this. No, but just that so happens that my schedule brings me to Kalamazoo that that first day. I'm like, ooh. Do they have special ice that day? No, there's five I know games. They, I know they do their special ice every year. They, well, it might be Halloween. They might be doing Halloween ice. I would assume orange ice that night. I would assume so. They play. Around that time, I'll I double think. check. I got the schedule for the colored ice, so mm-hmm. interesting. Okay, well, we'll talk more about Toledo towards the end here, where we got them sliding. But yeah, that's that's what I'm doing Saturday. I'm pumped. I mean, I saw you say maybe. I was like, I'm not going. I know. <laughs> I, I know. Like, uh, <laughs> I'll be in Chi Town. I know. That's City what, of Love. So I was like, oh, who am I going to go with? And I'm like, well, if I'm going there for work. No one's going to just go hang down there. I don't want someone else to drive separate. So I'm going to roll solo and see how this goes. Should be fun. You'll be fine. Uh, yeah, you'll be fine. It'll be a good time. You'll be fine. I'm, I'm, I'm really excited for it. <laughs> so back to the Griffins. Back to the Griffins, because that's their main team. So any updates? Oh, you know what? I felt really bad. We missed a big call up last week. We did. Yeah. Go Josh. Go. Oh yeah. <laughs> did get his first start with the Red Wings. Our in arena announcer Josh. Yeah, he who spent the home opener with the Wings. I don't know if that's a permanent deal or what, but. I don't know. He did good, though. Yeah, he did really good in there. So, yeah. So we, I noticed him in the team store beforehand. I'm like, that's not Josh, is it? And then he was running around again. We saw the announcement. We're like, oh, yeah, that was definitely Josh. He was trying to get some gear before. <laughs> yeah, he was. Going up there. So, 
Uh, but yeah, anybody, any roster changes? You've been on the beach yeah. since you've been on vacation. Yeah, so no roster changes for the Griffins per se so far that have been released or anything like that. Zarnik is still with the Wings, obviously playing currently as we record this. Got an assist. Got an assist tonight. Um, look good. It, yeah, he always yeah. looks good when he goes up there. But like, I I think he might be back with the Griffs by Friday, if not Saturday, depending on Fabry. Uh, Fabry skated this morning, but wasn't fully ready to go, I guess. So we'll, we'll see if they reassign him back after this game or what, and if he makes the trip out to Colorado. But if not, it, everything will stay the same for the Griffins, at least. So no other uh, roster updates for the Griffins whatsoever. Colorado had uh, roster changes happen. Yeah. Um, so the Avs reassigned goalie Justice Anuin. I'm probably butchering that, but... No, it sounds right. And then uh, Ford Riley Tufty. Um, a new one was, he was the 2018 third round draft pick for the Avs. Uh, he's got 91 career games in the AHL with a career 2.79 goals against and a dot nine oh four save percentage. So pretty good. He went 22, 10 in eight last season. That so pretty good. yeah, not bad. I mean, they, they definitely needed a little bit of help there. I don't know which goalie of theirs, uh, is the odd man out in that situation. I would assume that it's home based on the performance last weekend, but we'll see. Um, since he wasn't the one that got the opening night start, he got the second start and didn't do so hot. No. Um, and then Tufty, uh, he was actually a Dallas draft pick back in 2016, 25th overall. Uh, he's been in the AHL for a little while now. Jeez. Um, yeah, last season he was with the Texas Stars. That's why his name ringed a bell with me. Uh, 19 games last or, or yeah. 19 goals and 16 assists in 63 games last year with a plus 23. He's a big dude. He's six foot six, two thirty. <laughs> I think I do remember this guy. Yeah, he's like he, the only other tall guy that was on that team. Yeah, yeah, he's uh, a pest. As I was say, is he a fighter? I wouldn't say a fighter necessarily, but he's he he'll definitely get you riled up. But he also has some offensive upside too. So. Uh, the Eagles getting a couple players back there. That'll help them a little bit. I, I don't know what it's going to shake out to be uh, health-wise, though. <laughs> Do you think like, that changes our style at all? I don't think it changes it too much at all. I think the goaltending, I think their goaltending will be better. And I think that's, you know, going to make the second night a challenge. It's not going to be as easy as it was against Holm, I guess. I mean, Holm's not a bad goaltender by any means, but he definitely struggles against this Griffins team. Yeah, which is good. Yeah, hopefully they I'll start take that. the next two. Well, at least one. I bet he gets one. Who do you think is going to play goal for us? I would assume it's split again. Split. Um, who, yeah, I don't know who plays what night. Um, I would assume it's the same rotation. Hutch Friday, Coast of Saturday. So not going to ride the hot hand. I mean, they're both hot hands. <laughs> that's that's what's great for us right now. Um, both putting up forty saves. Yeah, I mean, what more could you ask for between the two? I'm perfectly happy with that's a split rotation again for a little while. At least until, you know, whatever decision in Detroit happens. And based off early sightings, it's going to be uh, Alex Lyon sent down. Reimer played an incredible game the other night. Yeah, yeah. Didn't, didn't give up a single goal. No, no. He and made some huge saves at the beginning of the game to keep the... Uh, the Wings uh, in it there early. It could have been a really ugly start of the game for the Wings. But, yeah, that's that's all the changes roster-wise. Um, and, yeah, I think it'll still be a split goalie decision for us. I mean, I would be shocked if they went, you know, back-to-back nights. Why tire them out early? It doesn't make sense to me. No. 
So let's roll with it and keep it going. So random fact about Colorado. I was digging into this team a little bit, trying to find more and more to talk about because when you're playing the same team that you just played, you don't really have much to dive in on and talk about to come into another game to create a whole podcast episode. It's a challenge. Really? Well, I just use ChatGPT. <laughs> it gives us all the topics, Brandon. I didn't know that. Is that how you've been doing your notes this whole time? Maybe. <laughs> I <put> Busted. <laughs> Um, so you look at this Griffins team, right? And it's full of draft prospects for the Red Wings. It's full of them. Yeah. This Colorado Eagles team, they only have two players that were drafted by the Avs since 2019 and on. There's only two current players on that team that were drafted by the Avalanche. Well, with the Avs success, one, they didn't have as many picks in each draft. That's fair. They weren't able to load up. But also, I mean, between trades and stuff like that, too. There's other pieces out there. But they're really running low on the pot, the prospect funnel here. Like, the only two guys that Colorado drafted. Oscar Olsen. Uh, he was 2021 first round, 28th overall. He had 63 AHL games last year with 11 goals, 9 assists, 20 points. Um, and then he did play six playoff games with one goal, two assists. And then Matthew Steinberg was a third round, 63rd overall, 2019 pick. Um, first AHL games were last year. He played four games before the playoffs and four playoff games. He had one assist and one assist. Did he play for Colorado or did he play like, played for overseas? the Eagles? Uh, he was in juniors before that. He was in. Oh, okay, um, that's fair. I don't know if it was the WHL or the OHL. I can't remember. One that's, of those two. That but, makes sense, though. So. Yeah. So it's super weird. Like when you peel it back and think about it, like. This team's not very young in the grand scheme of things like the Griffins are. They were still super fast. Yeah, they, they still were played very a fast. super tight game and definitely had a lot of challenges for the Griffins. So, I don't know. It's just a weird contrast to sit back and think of. I think, too, is that this is a brand new system. Like, a lot of these players haven't played in this kind of system, and they're trying to reduce the dump and chase. But you saw it a lot <laughs> first period. Um, in the game. At Friday? Yeah, on Friday. Yeah. So, I, just, I mean, you saw it a little bit here and there, but, um, I mean, they're trying to get used to it. So I think that also is an advantage for Colorado. I mean, they were playing fast, but we're still trying to get used to our system. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can tell every player, every player, at least the ones that didn't play with Dan last year, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> some the, some the are original, used to it, but... The original Griffs. I don't... I mean, I'm happy to see Dan going away from the dump and chase, too, because we saw what it was doing to this team on Friday, and it was very Ben Simon-esque. Uh, low shots, Play low safe. opportunity, played it way too safe, and then you switch to the zone entry. Like, you see the wings doing a lot now but under Malone. They're just trying to force that zone entry using, you know, their size and speed. And as the second period of the first Griffins game went on, and, and forward all five periods of hockey after the first, that's what they started doing. And it worked really well. Um, I can see teams that aren't as fast in the league. I'm not looking at you, Chicago. Um, Coach. Really, really struggling against that that Griffin setup. Griffin setup or Colorado? Griffins. Griffins. Colorado is going to be, I mean, Colorado is a challenge in itself just because of the way their team's built with the size and speed they do have. Uh, which is good for them because that, though you know, the western part of the AHL, is it's a tough part of the league to be in. Yeah. And, I mean, we won't see them again this year. But they'll be back to playing teams like Coachella and Calgary and all those other powerhouses that are still very strong They're from very last good. year. 
Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. I'm excited for what these two games will bring. I think it'll be fun to another couple fun ones to watch. I I don't know. I wonder if they I wonder if they asked him if if Dan Watson's looking at this as a playoff series. I would assume that like the mentality you go into this with. I hope so. You go for the fir- you go for the first round sweep. <laughs> yeah. And then keep looking for the next one. Cuz then next week we play we play some it's not the same team both nights. No, it's not. Thank God. Yeah, it's the Monsters here. And then Rockford and Rockford that night, that Saturday night. Yep. It'll. I mean, it'll be nice to start getting into that that range of things to break things up and not see the same team the first four games. I don't love this. No. Like I like it for the idea of it being a mini playoff series and it's just kind of fun for everyone. And I mean, it'll be cool. We you know Colorado got to sit through all of our opening stuff. Now we're gonna go do the same thing over there. Uh, it's our first trip out to Colorado as a team. Get to see what this barn looks like. I'm sure it's a cool place. Everything in Colorado is cool. So I'm sure the team getting out there a couple days early, too, are going to, you know, enjoy themselves. Not everything out there is cool. The Uh, Avs still suck. The Avs do suck. Um, I mean, they don't. They're actually pretty good at hockey, but we still hate them. But you know what, Brandon? In, like, two months, you're going to get really tired of talking about Cleveland and Rockford. (laughs) I'll be like, I miss you, Colorado. (laughs) Because we play Rockford, like, (laughs) eight times. Uh, no, like 12 times. Yeah. You know, we played Cleveland like... Uh, we didn't actually break down Cleveland's, but the, we don't play them a whole lot. No. Um, compared to the others. But we point, you pointed out um, from that coach talk after the game on Saturday, from the notes you got from that, um, that Watson said he was pretty excited for this upcoming away game. Why? He said he was excited because that's when the team will really get to come together and like grow together. The molding. The molding of the team. The, together. And then you catch that, you know, hey, the team departed on Wednesday. They don't play till Friday. You know the thing, too, that I wanted to speak on that and I kind of forgot was, like, a lot of the, if you noticed, if you, a lot of the younger prospects all spent time together at the house over training camp. And, like, they all rented out this huge house and, like, spent time together. And a lot of the guys were saying, like, that was their best time, like, to get to know everybody off the ice and spend time together. So, I mean... <laughs> As you look at the TV, there's three guys in each penalty box. Yeah, <laughs> they're spending time together. They're spending the time together, box. getting to know each other. <laughs> Mo, um, Dylan, and what, Parad? Yeah. Yeah, so. Hanging out with Dad. To hang out with Dad. <laughs> so, yeah, I think, you know, them leaving early, that was smart. Be able to get accustomed to the, the altitude. The altitude. Everybody complains about the altitude when they're going to Colorado. So that'd be good for them. And then also just more time to be together you know mold let's see how these guys i want to see people sticking up for each other i want to see you know that feistiness yeah i mean we see it from some of the guys already um but i want to see it from the rest of them you know what i mean i want to see like what we've seen or what we saw the other night with uh costin dropping the gloves yes sticking up for i don't remember who got hit i don't remember was it i think it was valeno Probably that makes sense. Oh. Always falling over. <laughs> Jeez, <laughs> I'm kidding. But he was on that line. He but, was on that line. Yeah, no. You just want to continue to see guys stick up for each other and have fun with each other. I mean, like the sport's tough and it's mentally tough on these guys. So to be able to have a more calm mental approach to the game is only going to help the results come with it. Yeah. So the other thing too that you mentioned that there's only two draft picks on this team. For Colorado? That's it? The Eagles, yeah. That's so weird. Since, from, from 2019 and on. So for four years. So the last four years. Two. Two. 
how do they build this team? I mean, also there are prospects and stuff that were acquired in trades and stuff like that that were drafted in those same years. That just didn't work out. Yeah, that was just focused on the fact that their their players, um, the Avs didn't draft. Like those guys, I didn't really focus on. The guys that the Avs actually drafted. Yeah. Are the, oh, there's only two of them from 2019 to now on the team. Compared to like 12 for us. Yeah, 12 or 13, whatever the heck it is now. It's just it just shows you the difference in the organizations. Now, granted, the Colorado's had great success lately. You know, they want to stay in the cup and they've done all these things. So, I'm yeah, sure this team a few years ago looked a lot different. It was also in the ECHL at one point too. But the Colorado, or... Colorado, yeah, yeah, they've taken they've been in that weird stretch. They were in junior league at some point. The Eagles were, and then they went to the ECHL and now they're in the AHL. So they've kind of worked their way up the chain as an organization. They already always been in Colorado. Yeah, the like Colorado Eagles game? have been around for a while, but they've only been in the AHL I think since 2017 or 18. Don't, don't quote me exactly, but it's around there. Were they always Colorado's affiliate? I don't think. Oh, so. uh, maybe in the ECHL. I'm assuming in the ECHL that were like the affiliate of the affiliate. Yeah. So let's talk some predictions. Oh, all right. Jump right into it. I'm gonna predict that they're gonna play Colorado Friday night, and then they're gonna play them again Saturday. Dude, can you see the future? That's all I want to. That's what you guys should bet on. I appreciate. I appreciate that. Um, and I bet you Costa plays one game. So let's go night by night here. All right. Prediction: Who wins Friday? I say we do. Okay. Yep. Yep. Griffins win Friday. The reason why I think it's because we don't have to deal with the whole home opener. We don't have to deal with all that craziness. We just gotta go in, show up do our stuff, play our style, we'll be fine. Okay. I think there's going to be too many distractions for them, you know, Colorado, and they're not going to be on their eight game. I don't see this Colorado team going 0-3. Like, if I'm taking it one game at a time and not thinking about that they play them Saturday too, I don't see them going 0-3. I see Colorado taking Friday, unfortunately. And then us winning Saturday? That's where I'm, yeah. We go 1-1 and on the weekend. I think we go one and one as well. Yeah, I think they win Friday. I'm gonna be. I'm on the reverse side. I think we win Friday. We lose Saturday. Ooh, this will be fun. Yeah, this will be good. But you know what? I'm not gonna. Well, I want, I'm gonna watch Friday. Yeah. So I'll, I'll be here watching Friday. Yeah. Um, who's starting in goal Friday? Hutch. Yeah. Hutch for Friday, and then Kosa for Saturday. Who scores for first for the Griffins on Friday? Ooh, scores first. I'm going to say Cross Annis. That was what I was going to say. He's got to get on the board. He's got to yeah. get on the board. The way he's playing, it's a shock or, that he's not. Or I will also bet Taro. That's, just, a, that's just an easy bet. At keep, <laughs> keep, keep the streak going. That's those DraftKings bets you put in that don't pay out much, but they're almost a guarantee. Wait, can you bet on Griffins and DraftKings? You know, I've never looked. So predictions, who starts Saturday for the Griffins? Saturday, we'll go with Kosa. Kosa? Yep. Who scores first for the Griffins? This is the game that I think they lose. Okay. Yeah. I think Simon scores. Ooh, I like I'll that. Say, I like that pick. I'll throw that out there. He's looking good. He's looking dangerous and feisty. So Last prediction for you, and I'll cover this. Will cover both nights. Your three stars of the game for the Griffins. If they only get, you know, they did three stars just for the Griffins. Three stars of the game Friday night. It's gonna be Hutch. Okay. 
You know what? I'm going to throw a wild card out. I'm going to say Elmer. Ooh. I think Elmer and Amadeus line is going to be off the charts. Okay. I think Elmer has a big game. I think Ammo has a big game, too. You think both of them? Yeah. Well, they're going to be on the same line. So. Well, I mean, do you think they're both the other two stars? or? No. Okay. I think Elmer will be a star. I think Hutch will be a star. And then third one, I don't know, I'll say, I'll say Simon. Okay. Saturday. I think we only get two stars out of this one. Oh, I'm saying if you pick three just for the Griffins. Oh, you just want me to pick three Griffins yeah, players? Yeah, yeah. I'm going to say Taro. Who else played really well this weekend? I mean, maybe they don't, maybe people who didn't play well this weekend play well this weekend. I know. I'm just trying to find here. Oh, God. He's going to the lineup. Let's see. I'm going to say Bergy. Ooh. I think Bergy. He was close. Him and Ammo had a couple chances. I know. Chances, they just so. couldn't bury him. So, I want to say Bergie. Okay. What else did I say already? You said Elmer. Bergie, Elmer. And you said uh, Taro. And Taro. There you go. Those are my three. Okay. Just you, feeling out where you're at. Am I on the right? Am, I don't know. Am I, I close? I, I would have... I mean, it's so early to tell. I couldn't tell you whether it was right or wrong. You're just leading me to a trap. I mean, or <laughs> leading you into looking brilliant. Well, you're going to edit this, so it's going to look one way or another. <laughs> um, no, I mean, I'm looking forward to these two games. I think they're going to be fun ones. I think they'll be really enjoyable to watch. Looking forward to a good old Bob Kayser road game coverage, listening to him talk again. Haven't had to listen to his broadcast yet this year. So, And these games are on late. It's like 8 o'clock and then 9 o'clock. I think 9 o'clock Friday and then 8 o'clock Saturday, oh, which right. I'm like, I'll catch part of it on Friday night. Yeah, I'll be watching. Or Saturday night, I mean. Whatever night I'm in Kalamazoo, I'm already forgetting. But, uh, yeah, I'll catch part of the game Saturday. We might be able to catch a little bit of it. Listen yeah. to it the way. We're, I mean, we're going to Chicago. I know we're doing a haunted house and dinner, so I don't know what order. Sounds fun. Or areas, but, yeah. You got any three stars? I think. What are your predictions, Brandon? My predictions. Yeah, both games are at 9.05. Oh, just that's a change. You. Yeah. One, I swear one was at eight. Um, So I think game one, like I said, I think Hutch starts this one. I think he ends up being one of Grand Rapids' best players in the ice again. Um, I'm looking for Elmer to have a big game Friday. Um, I think getting back into the swing of things a couple of days off, and I think he knows where he needs to be better at after reviewing what he watched or what, how he played last week. Um, I also think... I think you see a bigger game from Bergie too that night. Um, not that he hasn't had a great game yet by any means, but I think you start to really see him readjusting to the speed of the AHL. And I think he has a I think he has a good game on Friday and the Saturday. I think Kosa stays hot, honestly. Um, especially if he stays in the same rotation, I think he has a fantastic game Saturday and ends up being one of the stars. Um, I think I'll, you know, I'll throw it a, a D guy here. I, I think Johansson has a big game. I think he's due for a big game already. He's been silently good. I think this is where you're going to kind of notice him some more. I think that's how he plays, though. He's silently good. Yeah, I mean, I just think he like I think he Taro. puts up some points in this one. I just have a feeling. So write that, it down. What's that? Write this down. It's recorded. <laughs> Can always go back and find it later for the listeners. And then Eat at Brandon. 
<laughs> you were wrong. And I'm going to say cross on the Saturday. But final score? Oh, okay, I'm, kidding. I'm not going to do that to you. Five to two. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what we want Friday? Yeah. <laughs> and then 42 on Saturday. No, I'm kidding. Okay. No, I have nothing else for these games this weekend. I'm excited for them. Go Griffins. Let's have some fun with it. Yeah. And uh, let's, I mean, let's continue the hot start. I mean, we're one of the better starting teams in the Central so far. We need all the points we can get. Chicago got pumped today by Texas. So how was that game? You watched? I it? didn't watch it. You didn't watch I it. You're just, just scorekeeping. I just saw this. Yeah, keeping track of the score. It was an early game today. Um, so when I saw there was some action this morning, I was keeping track and what seven to three. So, <laughs> so. I'm excited, but there's time for an ad break, sir. Time for an ad break. No bets there this week, buddy? Mm, no bets. No bets. Maybe some hockey bets. Yeah, I, I need to start doing that, honestly. It's time. You're losing money not, you know? Uh, <laughs> I don't know about that. Um, yeah. But the math will make sense, Brandon. Think sure, about it. Sure. The NFL season is going strong, and DraftKings Sportsbook is hooking new customers up with an offer that's even stronger. Bet five bucks on any game this week to score two hundred dollars instantly in bonus bets. And DraftKings isn't stopping there. All customers can take advantage of a sweetener offer every game day this October. For instance, the Detroit Lions play Tampa Bay Buccaneers on Sunday. If you bet five dollars, they will pay out nine dollars and fifty-four cents at this moment. I know that's one that I'll be keeping an eye on. Get in on the game day greatness. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code THPN. New customers can score two hundred dollars instantly in bonus bets when you bet five on the nfl that's code thpn only on DraftKings sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the nfl the crown is yours gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net in new york call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text hope ny 467-369 in connecticut help is available for problem gambling call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org please play responsibly on behalf of Boo hill casino and resort kansas licensee partner golden nugget lake charles la 21 and older age varies by jurisdiction void in ontario bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance see sportsbook.draftkings.com football terms for eligibility and deposit restrictions terms and responsible gaming resources so you know the next part of this podcast to talk about today is what i'm excited about seeing on saturday is the toledo season kicking off so who's, we who's starting so goalies for sure confirmed just left them in a bednar um nice or will be your starting they i've been checking the whole time we've been recording rosters were due to the league by three o'clock today yeah um but they have not announced the echl hasn't announced all the transactions or anything yet they're probably still stored it out yeah I was it three o'clock our time or their time three o'clock eastern time so our time thanks for the clarification <laughs> for our listeners not for me yeah not for you at all you didn't look panicked when i said that at all <laughs> um <laughs> No, so they, they were supposed to have that. I was hoping by some miracle we would have that before we recorded, but you know what's going to happen. They're going to release it as soon as I hit upload. Tomorrow morning, yeah. Yep. So that's... Any surprises? Anybody we should keep an eye out on? I mean, we got our guy Brandon Hawkins. I mean, yeah, we anticipate... I mean, Hawk should have another great season. I don't see why his production would slow down from last year by any means. Um I think for the on the Grand Rapids side, obviously Tatayev is still yeah. with the team. Uh, Alex Doucette being with the team and Trenton Bliss with the team. Those Wait. are players that we need to pay attention to. Where's Riley? Riley. Sawchuk. 
in Grand Rapids. Do you think they'll send him down to get some games, or do you think I he'll stay I could see up? that being a reality if he's not getting games. I, I assume we see him slot in this weekend in I some spot, so. especially if Zarnik is not there. That's true. I'm assuming you see a Riley Sawchuk slot in. Um, I, yeah, I really hope so. I like his game a lot, and I think he had a good camp with the Wings, so I don't see why we would just bury him. It makes no sense. I mean, I'm not saying that he's going to be a first-line Red Wing one day or even a Red Wing at all, but depth here in Grand Rapids is key. Yeah. He needs to get games in. Um, the Doucette move was interesting to me, but he didn't really have a strong camp. Mm-mm. And then for, him to see, like, for us to see him get... He had a strong prospects camp, but not a training camp yeah. by any means. Um, I mean, he's gotten he had a goal in one of the preseason games with Toledo, which is good, and so did Tatayev, but... Uh, yeah, paying attention to those names. Then, obviously, the goalies, too. Like We need to keep track of these goalies, uh, just barring any se- severe injury or anything like that where we have some guy here missing time. Like God forbid that actually happens, but Bednar and Letheman need to be on their game. You think Johnny's taking both games this weekend? They only play one this weekend. Oh. So, yeah, they their schedule super, super weird. So they play three games in October, all away. There's one this Saturday, I think one next Friday, and then... When was it on a Friday or is it a Wednesday maybe? Um, that's three away games. Boom, boom, boom. Done, done deal. Then they're back home for their home opener, obviously. After October is done, the walleye play at home at least once each weekend, except for five weekends, and one of them is the All-Star break. So every weekend in Toledo, except for four technically, if you don't count the All-Star break, there's walleye hockey happening on Friday, Saturday, or Sunday. Nice. Their schedule is intense after I, October goes. I was say that. Well, they had a crazy schedule last year too. There was like three games every weekend, and it's like holy crap! Like I don't understand how these guys can go through this. Yeah, it's it's super super weird. So we start in Kalamazoo, um, and then they go to Fort Wayne, and then it's the crazy schedule starts. Yeah. So we've seen some feedback through some of our followers on this team, and there seems to be some concern about what the team's going to look like this year. Really? Why? The offense doesn't look like it's clicking. Defense looks shaky, and the goaltending looked shaky. What? Um, that's weird. That's the goaltending weird to me too. Shaky. Yeah, it's it's. I mean, it's shocking to even hear that the goaltending is shaky. With you know, you have the ECHL goalie of the year last year. Yeah, I think it's just shaking off the dust in preseason. I mean, he didn't. Bednar looked good while he was up here. Yeah, for prospect camp. I mean, Johnny was on the roster a couple times in Detroit for preseason, but never saw action. Bednar saw action at least. Uh-huh. Um, I, I'm assuming it was just preseason, get it, get it out of your system. I know they've been practicing every single day this week. I don't think that he has a bad year by any means. They're using the same system as alone, or was Watson used last year. I, I'm not as concerned about uh, Pat keeping the same system. I'm more concerned about the level of compete? skill and compete we have on offense down there. Because I know it wasn't a huge shakeup, but there's definitely some players that made huge impacts last year that aren't on this team anymore. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to be able to like follow them for a full year instead of like I know we had a couple call ups and call down like oh yeah moving pieces right in the beginning of the season. I was like, what? What is going on here? And so like we weren't really in tune with it. Now we're a bit more. You know, I'd like to think so. <laughs> Toledo fans will tell us otherwise. Yeah, right. <laughs> but it's hard. Like it's they're three hours away. It's hard to get there to watch games. And I'm not so. paying as much as they charged for a subscription to be able to watch them 
because I wouldn't miss half the games because there's Griffin's games going on at the same time or what Red Wings games yeah. going on at the same time because their schedule is so intense. If I could just do like the day subscription, like if they had the daily one like the OHL did where I could just grab a game here and there, that'd be sweet. They don't have that down there. They have a way to watch highlights? Like just the highlights? Whatever they post on Twitter. That's about it. I don't really ever find like highlight videos for them. It sucks. If they did, like what like Kelly Griffins do, like the post game highlights, that'd be sweet. But they do a really good job on their social media team does a really good job of keeping everybody oh, yeah. informed too. So like Yeah, they're really good at getting like the clips out there after goals happen and stuff. It's just unfortunately really all you see is goals or really, really big saves. So Which is what we're here for. They had big hits. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, for this this team this season wins. I, I think they win a lot of games still. I think they still perform. Do you think they do better than what they've done with Dan Watson? I think it starts shakier, but I think it comes out close to the same, honestly. I don't see an 18-game win streak per chance, but... Really? Who knows? Like, does that happen every year? No. Oh. Not even in the ECHL? No, I hate to break it to you. They don't happen every year. I'm glad you're breaking it to me now, not when that was going on. <laughs> no, that was kind of like... That was crazy. That's kind of when we jumped on the wagon, to be honest. Yeah. I mean, we, we had just started really following them closely right around that same time. And we're like, what is going on? Well, our team was crap, too, so that helped. <laughs> it did help a lot. Sorry. It did help a lot. <laughs> we had something bright to look at. Kosa. Yeah. Hit the walleye. Um... But yeah, no, I I think their record's close to the same. I, I I don't see them falling off that hard. I think it will be shaky at first as Pat finds his way with this team, but we'll we'll see. Playoffs? I still think they're a playoff team. I, I don't playoffs. See it. Yeah, yeah. I don't see. I think it. so too. I don't see any reason why they wouldn't be a playoff team. Um, I don't see. Again, when I look at this roster, I haven't been able to see it play together. I'm very excited to see it all in action on Saturday night, and then maybe I'll revisit this conversation, but. I don't see any reason they can't make the same run they made last year. It makes it makes no sense to me why they wouldn't be able to do that. Yeah. I mean, I mean they've got good goaltending. they got good goaltending. They still have good defense, and the offense should be there. Like, we saw what Tatayev did while he was down there last year. Yeah, Tatayev. He put up crazy points. Bliss put up crazy points. Hawk put up crazy points. Doucette should be able to just fit in the mix there and hopefully do the same thing. Yeah, I wonder if they just sent him there because he just physically just wasn't up to par. Like he's he he's still not. coming from he's, juniors. Yeah, he's small, um, but I mean, if he can put up ju- his junior numbers in Toledo, yeah, Toledo or, will fall in love with him immediately, or at least half those points, dude, for real. So we'll we'll see what we'll see what happens there. I think the goalies will shake out just fine. Toledo fans don't need to be as concerned as uh, what they were after preseason. But then again, I'll revisit this after the next couple Saturdays. <laughs> I'm excited for you to go down there. I'm excited for you to report back. Yeah, it'll be nice to see the team all together. It, like, not just these little preseason clips I keep seeing and stuff like that. So, so I had asked our followers if there's anything specific they wanted us to cover today. Yeah, because I felt like why not? We had a little bit of extra time to spare in this one. It's a shorter episode for us. Oh yeah, it's it's significantly shorter. So we had one. Mr. Randy, our Patreon follower. Oh, yeah? Yeah, Randy snuck one in there. He got it in late, but because of your work schedule, he still got the question in, or the, the request in. But he wanted our thoughts on Casper. Seems quiet. Do you think he'll open it up later in the year? 
Yeah, I think so. I think he's going to be what we're looking for. I think that the expectation on him was he was going to be more of like a like Nate Danielson. Like he was going to come in, play a 200-foot game. He was going to score a bunch of goals. I don't think he's going to be like that. I think he's going to be that grind line, fourth line center who's going to go out there and beat the crap out of you and then also score a few goals like here or there. I don't think he's going to be that like Amadeus or I don't think he's going to be like Nate Danielson. I think he's going to be that chippier forward. Like him and Casper or him and Mazer on the line would be sick. That's what I was just about to say too. I think Marco Casper will really benefit when Carter Mazer is back or a player or if he's playing with a player like Carter Mazer, like Marco Casper and Tyler Bertuzzi together would be a match made in heaven. Oh yeah. Uh, and I think it'll be the same thing with Mazer when he's back. So I think you'll see a lot more production from him as he goes on. He's still adjusting. Yeah. I, I assume it's going to be very much what we saw out of, I'm thinking more like a Johansson type player where the first quarter to half of the season, he didn't make mistakes. He wasn't on the radar for doing anything incredible by any means. And then the second half of the season, he really finds his game and starts lighting things up um, and, you know, gets on Eiserman's radar again. I, I, I see the exact same thing happening with Casper for some reason. And you got to think too, like when Mo, so I'm going to use the Mo comparison because Mo played against, 30-year-old men in yeah. the German league. And then you have Casper playing in Austria against grown men in that league. And he didn't actually put up a whole lot of points. No, he didn't. And I think a lot of people were concerned by that too. But, I mean, the guy's a, he guy's a warrior. He's a fighter. He's, he's going to figure it out. It's just not going to be instant step on the ice in the AHL and just start lighting it up. Right. I do anticipate, though, when these games get chippier, because this Colorado series hasn't been chippy by any means so far, really. No, not really. Nothing nothing too crazy. I, I fully anticipate when it gets to that point where he needs to start standing up for people, you're going to see him be the first guy ready yeah. to drop him and go. So if he can find his offensive skills in this league and maintain that, uh, Marco Casper is going to turn into a fantastic hockey player. Yeah, do you, do you think he outperforms Joe Volano? I don't know. It's too it's too early they, for me to make that prediction. They're very different styles. They're very different styles, but at the same time like I don't, I don't know. I he could go one of two ways. He could, he could go that route and pan out a little better. Or if you know if he really leans on his grit and fighting and all that fun stuff, if that's where he ends up getting to, I just worry we're going to see like another Giovanni Smith. Yeah, we can't take that. No, that's not what you no, want from him. No. So, Pick I, too high I, for that. I, my expectations are still he's gonna he's gonna perform well. It's just not gonna happen right now. He could prove me wrong and turn around and light it up this weekend and make me eat my words, <laughs> and I would be more than happy with that. But like, I'm more confident in Nate Danielson now. Like his first game back with the Sioux, game winning goal in overtime. You mean with Brandon? With Brandon. Yeah, I've been watching so much Sue stuff. <laughs> I know lots of Sue stuff. The Sue has been so good. Sue is so freaking good, man. So um, good. Yeah, no, I, I I don't think anyone has anything to worry about on Casper's end. Um, but let's give it time, give it patience. He's not hurting the team by any means. No, not at all. Not at all. He's not making mistakes. And there's not anybody to fill in his spot right now, anyway. So like, give him the time. Yeah, exactly, and. God, I just hope you get Mazer back soon. That'd be great. Any update on him? No, I haven't seen anything. I'm hoping game day preview this weekend. Bob might have something. 
That's where I rely on my injury reports from. This is Bob's game day previews. That's the only time he ever talks about it. Bob, if you're listening. We need your help there. We need your help. Um, then we had one other one respond here. Um, named Shay, who's a follower of ours, asked for expectations for Kosa and what is his biggest season of his career? Question mark. So we've talked a lot about Kosa. You know, I'm, 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 a, I'm a Kosa believer. You're a sea bass. You love you're in love with the sea bass. I, I do. I, he's a, he's a great great guy. You do have a photo of him with bugger bed. No, it's in my living room. Okay, but I do have a photo of him in my house. Yes, it's a signed and framed beautifully. Shout out to. I wish I knew what company that was in Toledo. I don't know. I want another one, not of Costa specifically. I just want another one of those hockey photos that's like the same size because that wall it's on looks a little empty. But two of them there would. You got to get Johnny now. You gotta balance it out. That's the way to do it. I, I could. That's the only way. I could. Who else would you put there? Whatever. I mean, he had Red Wing stuff and stuff like that last year too. No, but you need a Johnny one. Okay. Um, but yeah, expectations for Kosa. Trying to think of things I haven't said before. Maybe he's a new listener, so. Well, no. I mean, I'm just trying to think of a different like. After see, we've seen one game. I think that's the key here is we've only seen one game. I think the expectations from fans who just watch the Red Wings and expect these draft picks to appear out of thin air and perform. Um, are ready for this. Are, are super, <laughs> super Kosa. down on him after training camp in preseason. Um, Kosa, you know, he, he admitted he did not have a good camp. He did not have a great preseason. And he knows that. But... What we've seen out of Kosa, he played two AHL games last year where he got his first win in his first game, then went down to Chicago, got lit up. Um, took that, went to Toledo, shook it off pretty quick, performed very well there, and then ended up having a pretty outstanding season. A little shaky at first, but he got it, uh, got it going pretty quick. First game in the AHL this season didn't look shaky a bit. Uh, no, no, he looked he, good. He got shelled. He faced 40, 41, 42 shots. 42 shots. 42 shots. So. 40. And a lot of those came in the third period. There was 25, 22 shots in that third yeah, period. Yeah, hoarded on in the third period there. Yeah, they only, there was like 21 uh, in the first two. Yeah. I mean, my expectations personally for him this year is to just find his game in the AHL just like he found it in the ECHL. Uh don't make stupid mistakes, but don't beat yourself up either. I know after the first goal Colorado scored on Saturday, he was beating himself up from what I could see afterwards. You could see he was pissed that he let that goal in. It's so close to a shutout. So close. I mean, yeah, but at the same time, like, kid, no one expects a shutout in your first game of the season. No one expects it. I don't expect, I don't expect any this year, if I'm going to be honest. I don't have the expectation no where Costa needs to come in and get shutouts. No. Really? Even against sh- Chicago? Oh, that might be really easy. <laughs> but I, I, don't, I don't have that expectation for him. My full expectations this season are to find his game, start off the season with this tandem setup that they have where they're going every other or whatnot, and slowly just solidify himself as the starter in Grand Rapids. I expect him to be at the point where nearly the last month or two of the season that he is the starter for this team. I think by January we need to know where are we at? With I think that's too early. Really? Yes. I think that's the Red Wing fan in you 
like I talked about at the beginning, where everyone just kind of wants him to just light it up. I don't see him being in the NHL for another two seasons. Oh, no, but I'm saying by January, he should have won the starting spot. I disagree. Because I don't, we don't know when our actual goalie that we're carrying with the rest of the season will be here. He's it here. could be another eight weeks. Here. His name is Sebastian Kosa. No, I mean his 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 partner, John Lethman. No, <laughs> no, because if it's going to be Hutchinson. I mean, in reality, if 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 Lyon gets put on waivers, gets claimed, Hutchinson gets signed for the season. Yeah. And again, based off of just two games, I'm not mad about it. But yeah, I I think I would say. Mid-February, end of February is where you want to see him getting more reps. I, I Again, I don't see him knocking on the NHL door this year by any means. He's not the first call-up as it stands right now. I see him hitting... He needs to hit that stride by February, I think, to where we're seeing him take over that starter spot and then come in, have an amazing camp next year, and take over that starter spot in Grand Rapids the following year. I mean, I would just like to see consistency between now and, like, December to really figure out where... I think that gives us enough sample size. Three months in the AHL to figure out where is he going to go. Like, if he's getting shelled... Yeah, if he's getting shelled and still performs like he did, then... No, no, I'm saying if he gets shelled and he's not performing, you, you have no red alerts, you're not, like, freaking out. Even by February. Let's say he gets shelled for, like, multiple games. I mean, if he's getting shelled and performing, then we're in a good spot. If he's he's letting in goals, then... Yeah. He's leaky, like last year's goaltending. Like, how are you feeling then, Brandon? Are you still like, well, let him just ride out, be a backup this year, next year? if we're looking towards the end of the season and he's leaky, then, yeah, I have concerns. Then I'm starting to look down the chain and say, okay, what's Bednar's development look like? What's Augustine's development looking like? You're st- so even if he's getting shelled and he's not performing by I, again December, I'm not freaking out. February, I'm freaking out a little. Holy crap! Okay. I okay. I wait. Hold, let me do. Let me reverse this. What if he's got like four shutouts by the time December hits? Then what are you thinking? I'm not rushing anything. That's the thing. I'm in no mood to rush this kid whatsoever. Well, I'm not. I'm not saying they if, move if, up if, to if the wings. If he's if he, no, I'm. I'm just saying even the, the starter spot. I'm not rushing it. Yeah. Even if he's on fire back to back to back to back shutouts, let's say something crazy. Yeah. I still want to. I, I'm okay if they're alternating. If that's the decision that Dan Watson's making, I'm okay with it. I'm okay with that. But no, if, he, if he's but you don't like, think he should take this. If he's like performing 42, he does what he did last weekend. Mm-hmm. And then he's doing that every weekend, but he's stopping like more and more. Like, He's not giving up goals. I think best case scenario for us is that by February, we can't tell who the starter is because they're both performing so well. If we're still alternating, which Dan did a lot of with Kosa and Lathaman, both goalies are performing very well. Like Dan roared into the playoffs last year to the conference finals with rotating rotating goalies goalies every other game. Neither of them played back-to-back games. Do you think he swaps it up this year, though? I mean, it all depends on their performance. It's so early. But, you know... What do you mean it's early? We're only two games in, Brandon. Chill out. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) But just stating my expectations for Sebastian Cosa. you believe this? We're two games in. (laughs) Talking playoffs. This team's good. Uh, The team's good. I know, it is. But no, my expectations is, yeah. He finds his game. 
He's the bona fide starter by February. And then has a great camp. Comes into Grand Rapids next year as a starter. And starts knocking on the door. If that's the path he takes, then great things for Detroit. If that's not the path he takes, that pick looks pretty bad. Let's just be honest. So you're not even going to go... So you wait, your expectation for Costa is to be out of Grand Rapids in how many years? Two seasons. Two seasons. Mm-hmm. Good or not bad. To, not to be in the starting role in Detroit in two seasons by any means. Right, right, right. But right. to be on the Red Wings roster consistently, two seasons. Two seasons? Two seasons. Not counting this one. No, counting this one. Oh, jeez. Following that path. I, like I feel like you're rushing I this. don't think that's rushing that at all. Wallstead's still in the AHL. This is his second year. They're also playing terribly, and he's not doing well either. Yeah. Maybe he's not what they thought he was. Askarov is what, two? This is his second year. Yeah. I don't think he... Well, who knows? I don't follow those those teams. Like I said, Kosa, as the starter, his second year in Grand Rapids, knocking on that door to where whoever our goaltenders are in Detroit, if it's Huso still, if if it's whoever... If one of them goes down, Kosa can get the call up that year. By the end of his second season, he should be knocking on that door to take that backup seat in Detroit. So by his third, third season, third season, he, should be he shouldn't be coming back to Grand Rapids. He should be backing up in Detroit. That would be four. That'll be his fourth season in pro hockey. And he'll be twenty-three. Twenty-four. Four. Twenty-three. Twenty-four. Depends on when his birthday is. Yeah. I still feel like that's early. If, but again, with a goaltender, you pick this high. That's what you want to see. You want to see them be able to take that step by that point. Now, I mean, the follow-up question to that is, when does he take the starting role in Detroit? We could be looking at six years. Yeah, I don't know if I like that. I would say, I would like to see him here in Grand Rapids for two full seasons as the starter. This year is going to be the the roll the dice and figure it out kind of thing. Yeah, but and if he's a starter be, by December, then you're, you're, you're be ahead of schedule. Uh, I just want to be able... I think by December we can make a better educated guess on what he is because we'll have a bigger sample size. Oh, yeah. And we'll have a lot more games in between now and then. Yeah, that's not about what he is. It's just what our expectations are. I would expect him to be the goalie of the year. Goalie of the year. Uh, it usually ends up in some veteran's hands for some reason in this league. But That's bullcrap. <laughs> no. I was surprised that he got goalie of the week. The goalie of the day. That was, goalie of the that day. was day. That was just the three stars for Saturday. Throughout the league? Yeah. Okay. For all, I mean, almost every team played. So Okay. But yeah. That think that's the that's our expectations on Costa there, and we'll we'll see what happens. Do we have any other questions? No, there's only two we got there. Oh. Twitter's mad at me. Maybe I'm gonna start a burner account. Ask some weird questions in there. Oh God, I'll mute you like blast drill. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. Anything else you want to add this week, sir? Go Griffs. Yeah. Uh, I don't think i have anything else that i need to add uh wings play good griffs play good hockey good hockey good the vibes are good around hockey right now vibes are 
Okay, so I told you this. Did I tell you this? I'm going to start a workout plan based off goal scored, goals against. Yeah, why don't you talk more about it? Oh, boy. So the Wings need to stop scoring because <laughs> I just put up six tonight. Six, right? Five. Five? I don't, I don't remember. I can't. I they put up a ton, and I'm behind. And I thought this was going to be pretty easy to do, like, daily. Well, what but, was your plan? So I was going to run for every goal that Detroit scored, and I was going to walk. I was going to run one mile for every goal that they scored, and I was going to walk one mile for every goal that they gave up. And these high-scoring games in the beginning of the season are not fun for me. <laughs> it's like six, one game was 6-4. to four. Uh, One was 4 nothing, so that's not too bad. And then for the Griffins, I was going to do push-ups and sit-ups. So push-ups for every, or sit-ups for every Griffins goal, and then push-ups for every goal against. So. Have you started yet? No, and I'm now, I'm terrified. (laughs) 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 So I started to add it up the other day. I was like, oh my God, I don't know. Yeah. I'm going to make a graph for this. A nice graphic for this. How many push-ups and miles does Nick still owe to the fans? Yeah, I'm going to do them game by game and just cross them off as. But, um, yeah, I, I looked at last year's stats, and there was like 244 and 260 again. So I was like, okay, that's not too many. That's 500 miles. That's, it's still not that bad for what I can run. And it'll get me back in shape too. But, uh yeah, it's it's getting tough now. <laughs> you got some work to do. I have, yeah, I got to run. I mean, Griffins played two games this weekend, and the Red Wings play again on Saturday. Is that their next game? Yeah. Oh, we're good then. I mean, I I won't be fully caught up, but I'll 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 have some miles in by then. And I'm not working so much next week because I'll be in Cincy. So for training. Yeah. Do the Cyclones Cyclones play while you're down there? I don't know. Or that really old arena they had? I was really hoping to go to a soccer game, but... Oh, that'd be fun, too. Since he's in the playoffs. Ooh. I don't know how their schedule... Their schedule's not out yet, so... All right. Well, anything else? I got nothing, buddy. Well, you need to get to working out, so we're going to end wrap this up here. Yeah. Well, thanks, everyone, for tuning in to this Thursday episode of the Hockey Town West podcast. <laughs> Nick's freaking out. Um... <laughs> Uh, make sure uh, you give us a like and follow follow us on all the social media platforms uh, X formerly known as Twitter uh, Blue Sky Instagram. oh we're at Blue Skies now? we are oh nice so there's a whole bunch of stuff happening with Twitter that we've got to be active and everything else so if you still want to keep in touch with our content please make sure you're following us on all the other platforms that we have out there we will start being more active as well on all the other platforms to make sure we're keeping up with all of you am but, I following us on Hockey Town? God I hope so <laughs> God, I hope so. But yes, please make sure you're following us on there. Shout out to Hockey Podcast Network for being amazing hosts and shout out to DraftKings for being awesome sponsors and not taking all my money. But that's all I've got. Last week. Thank you, Patreon. Thank you, Patreon. Thank you, Randy. Randy. Randy's still our guy there. If you're interested in joining, feel free to hop on to Patreon and look us up just by Hockey Town West Podcast and feel free to join. There's a bunch of free trials on there to join as well to take advantage of the benefits. But other than that, I've got nothing else. Everyone have a great weekend. Go Griffs. And we will talk to you all next Monday. Monday. Love you. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to the Hockey Town West podcast. Be sure to check us out on Twitter at HockeyTownWPod. 
and your host, Nick at GR Hockey Guy and Brandon at Brandon GR Hockey.